You're listening to the Lockin Podcast with Mike and Baz. Grab a pint and join us in our virtual pub where we chat to ordinary people with extraordinary stories to tell. Hello, 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 and welcome to a very special edition of the Lock-In Podcast. Now, there's a very good chance by now you've seen uh, myself, Joshua, and Baz in our appearance on Richard Hammond's Crazy Contraptions. Uh, This week's podcast is all about the first episode, where we are up against Team Civilised, a group of three engineering students from Southampton Uni. This podcast was recorded before the uh, broadcast of the show, so uh, you may hear us referring to uh, a programme called That's Genius. Um, because that was the working title of it before it was announced it was going to be called Richard Hammond's Crazy Contraptions. So, um, with that in mind, um, the first part of this podcast is all about a bit of behind-the-scenes look at um, what it was like to make the show, um, and we have a good chat with our opponents, Team Civilized. Um, the second part of the show is uh, a bit of post-match analysis with the uh, with the judge and engineering producer, Mr. Zach Umparovic. So, um, if you've not seen us before, please don't forget to subscribe and uh, all the links you'll need are at thelockin.co.uk. So, uh, enjoy the podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Lockin Podcast. Hello, my name's Mike, and this is Baz. Say hello, Baz. Hello, Baz. Yay! My favourite bit of the podcast every single week. I love the fact that your catchphrase is, hello, Baz. (laughs) We can end it now. It's brilliant. (laughs) I like to think that, God forbid, when the day comes that you're no longer on this earth, that your headstone will have Baz, hello, Baz, right. I want that to happen. I'll pay. I'll pay for it to be engraved on your headstone, pal. I'll get get it tattooed first. (laughs) So, everybody, this is a particularly special um, episode of the Lockin Podcast because there's not just two hosts this week. We've got a third host. You may recognise him because um, he's been on this podcast almost as much as we have. So he started off as a guest, um, then he became kind of a friend of the show, and he's been on so often now he might as well be co-host. So let's bring him on. Hey, it's Mr. Hey. Joshua. Hello. Hello, Baz. No, sorry, that's not you. That's not me. No. Hello. So, I'm sorry, that, that catchphrase is taken. You're going to have to come up with a new one. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a real it good is, one. isn't it? It's a good one. It's, it, it's an oldie but a goldie. That's what Absolutely. I like. Absolutely. I've missed you, so, chaps. I've missed being on here. We're oh, back. bless you. So, we are recording this podcast before this TV show we can't normally talk about goes on air. But we're going to broadcast this after the TV show we can't talk about has gone on air. So the TV show that we can't talk about is now the TV show we can talk about, even though we don't know what the fuck it's called. (laughs) (laughs) We should point out we've got the badges on as well. So We do have the badges on. So, yeah, this is the first sneak preview of the TV show that you've already seen because we're broadcasting this after it's been on. (laughs) This is weird. But, yeah, we got to – this is about all we got out of it, to be fair. Um, (laughs) That's not a spoiler on how we did, but do you know what I mean? We've got the badge. Uh, we didn't get to keep the boiler suits or the uh, quite expensive looking steel tap, uh, steel toe cap boots, actually. Yeah, that was a real letdown, that bit, wasn't it? So you won't be able to see this, but I ended up with this grey jacket, which is in our box of bits. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, the first behind the scenes thing is that Baz stole something from the set <laughs> and he now owns it. <laughs> and, it'll be, and it was on our set as well, so you'll be able to see that grey pinstripe jacket on the show. That's it. And one day it'll be auctioned for significantly less money than it was bought for. (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, we were on a TV show. We're allowed to talk about it now because you've probably already seen it. But if you haven't already seen it, go and watch it. It's on Channel 4. It's on Discovery+. Plus. Um, go and watch it on Catch Up. And go and watch us three make a complete fool of ourselves. So, <laughs> Nicely um, put. <laughs> on the, yeah, on this episode um, of the podcast, we have invited um, our opponents. And I use opponents in its loosest terms because um, as a very competitive man, I found it the least competitive thing. Um, and I think that was down to our opponents, to be fair. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, because they were lovely. And speaking of lovely, let's bring them on. So, everybody, let's welcome Team Civilize. <laughs> it's girls off the telly. It's those girls off the telly. Come on. Yeah. Hey. Hello. Hi. Right. So, we've got um, Cham, Esther, and Virtue, who on That's Genius were Team Civilized. So, hello. How are you? We're good. Thank you for having oh, us. It's lovely to see you again in the magic of television. Um, we filmed the show months ago that you've seen, but we haven't because we're recording this before it's aired, but months after we recorded it. Yeah. So, <laughs> we haven't seen um, we haven't seen the girls for um, for a few months. Yeah. Um, it was a pleasure to meet you, and like I said, like you were our opponents in the loosest sense of the term, in terms of you weren't on our team. But um, the show is technically a competition. But for me, it just never felt like that. And I think that comes down to the fact that you three were just lovely and we enjoyed spending time with you, enjoyed going through the whole experience with you. Um, and I hope that that comes through on TV. I hope they don't edit it together and make it look horrible. No, no, no honestly, yeah. same. I'm praying. Because I think we had a really good dynamic and hopefully that come across on TV. Like, we actually cared that both our machines worked. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it was. And it was, you know, uh, I, I, I kept getting interviewed and they said, like, oh, oh, so what do you think of the other team's machine? I was like, I don't care about theirs. Uh, no. I, I, no, I, I'm focusing on ours. And I hope that, you know, at no point did I stand there and go, I hope theirs don't work. Yeah. No, I, no, I hope they don't exaggerate the competition between us because at least once a day I've said something bitchy because that's that's just how I, I talk, right? Yeah. It, amongst a series of how... It's because brilliant... you're a bitch, Joshua. I'm a little bitch, yeah, of course. <laughs> amongst a series of incredible things, a couple of times I might have gone, damn, that's good, screw them, or, you know. And I reckon if you put that together, they could have, they could build a... a they, you, you could build a rivalry that just wasn't even there. You know? No, I know what you mean. Sometimes I felt like they wanted me to say something, give them, like, a little bit of competitive, like, oh, I hope theirs don't work, or, like, mm, but, yeah, no. It depends how much I want to edit out. <laughs> <laughs> Won't take it personally. What people also don't know is that we're sitting here not knowing what goes out on air. Um, and we were, for for three days... 12 hours a day we had radio mics on us the whole time so everything we said in those three days in that, in that, in that 36 hours was recorded and could potentially make it to air so those little moments when you think i'm just going to sneak off here and say something um here's something that you might not know i didn't notice but um did you notice the uh, gopros in the workshop no, I did. Yeah, there were GoPros hidden in the workshop. So, you know, if you wandered off and there was no cameras around and you were saying stuff in the workshop. Oh, I think I, think I, I remember seeing one, but I didn't think it was turned on. I thought it was like a prop. Yeah. <laughs> no! <laughs> that was my bitching area. Well, <laughs> go down well. 
Oh no! <laughs> yeah, so what, what, where it was was on the on the shelving unit in the corner. It was hung off the bottom of the top shelf, just straight into the into the the workshop oh, area. The amount of times it just lost a little storm after like the yeah. workshop, yeah. so we can have a breather, and our face is just yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. So that was the that was the area that I went off and muttered under my breath, <laughs> um, thinking there's no cameras around here, and forgetting that I was mic'd up. So. So yeah, this this, this this is where we are. We've no idea uh, what is going to be aired, and like I said, it, they could they could edit it together to make the three of us look like a really cohesive, great bunch of guys. Do you know what I mean? Great team, and that. but they won't have done because I know that there were moments where I lost my shit. I lost my shit like a little little strop, like a seven year old. That's definitely going to make it to TV. Do you know what I mean? One of the things I was keen for us to do is to talk a little bit about the TV show, but because we haven't seen what's gone to air, it's difficult for us to talk about what's on the TV show because we haven't seen it. So I thought it would be better for us to talk about stuff that people haven't seen or potentially haven't seen. So a lot of the backstage things and that. So one of the things that hopefully made it to air is me losing my shit and grabbing a chair with a load of stuff on it not needing it anymore and throwing it across the studio in a strop. <laughs> Here's the behind the scenes thing on that. I wasn't really annoyed. I turned around to the uh, I turned around to the director and said, "Can I just pretend to lose my shit and throw this across there?" And he went, "Yeah, wait a minute," and got a load of cameras around yeah. to do it. So there you go. There's your first behind the scenes moment. Is that if it has gone to air of me having a little bit of a strop and throwing a chair from one side of the studio to the other. Um, that was fake. <laughs> I decided to make it up. I thought I'd make telly look better. Although, Baz, I didn't tell Baz. Um, yeah, do you want but, to talk it through from your point of view, Baz? So, yeah, just quickly, I'd gone off to the toilet because obviously there was a gap in the filming. And I literally walked around the end of the set just as Mike was throwing this chair. And I thought, fuck. <laughs> is he, is he lost his shit? Literally, so obviously his acting's really good. So that was my take on it. <laughs> so if, you, if, if any casting directors are out there and have, uh, have watched that <laughs> and were impressed by how real that looked, then uh, I am available. Contact my agent, which is me. Did they get you to do anything again? Like, because I mean, like a couple of times I'd walk through a door and go, fuck's sake. And then Graham would be like, can you just say fuck's sake again for me? <laughs> <laughs> like, without the fuck or whatever, you know? So I wonder if they got you to do anything. There was a time when we ran our machine and it worked and our reactions were just so like plain. And he was like, guys, your machine's just worked. You should be happy about it. And they were like, okay, let's set it off again. Yeah. And then they were like, oh yeah, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hour was super, super tired. And like, yeah, yeah it worked, but like, we had no energy to even like show on our faces. They were like, now nah, we need to reload that and you guys have to be happy. I was like, okay, yeah, cool. There was, also one, there was one time where it was in the second room and those two were doing something and because we didn't really plan our machine oh, I was nice. just like okay I'm living on the edge let me just do this and I went and stormed off into the um the side room and they came with the cameras so I hear you're living on the edge <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh I forgot you can hear me yeah <laughs> so I was like, yeah I am living on the edge <laughs> you know when we first arrived there we first met on the Monday morning and we were already in there and you guys rocked up and we saw you walking in, and like for a short while, I didn't realise that you were our opponents until I realised. <laughs> until there was three of you, and, and you're in, and you're in red boiler suits, and I was like, "They're our opponents." What was your take on us when you first saw us? Be, be as nice as you possibly can. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. 
Did you I'm, walk in and think this is going to be a piece of piss against these idiots? I'm fair. I was like, there's three grown people. They know how to do this, and we're jokes. Yeah, no, it was definitely. They look like they knew how to like flip and use a hand a hand drill and all of that. And I was thinking collectively, we don't. We spent so long nailing one thing to like one piece of plank to another piece of plank. We just spent half the filming time with just us trying to like learn how to do that. Yeah. would be like, is this the right drill? I'm like, yeah, yeah, perfectly. And then we'll drill a hole so big that none of the screws fit in. Oh yeah, no, yeah. When we saw you guys, like, oh damn. At first I was thinking, what's the age I'm range? Like, I'm I... glad we came with the title of like civil engineers because I think people had a higher expectation. Yeah, yeah. People like, oh, so this is kind of your kind of stuff. And we're like, mm, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to be honest. I, I was honestly, it was... Um, I turned around and I saw these three confident, powerful black women striding through like this. And then I heard these engineering students and like walking in like this. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. fucking terrified. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> we are toast here, boys. There's three engineers. Look at them. These three, you know, Jesus. Beautiful, powerful, strong women yeah. like this, going like, nah, 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 nah. I'm going to get the energy. We gave all of that just to hide the fact that we were scared of what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it works. Yeah, so we were, obviously, myself and Mike have got a bit of experience with tools. Our, uh, our, our erstwhile third member of our team uh, hadn't. So uh, I believe he was more in the sort of same boat as you guys that hadn't had that much experience. So how, how did you find? Yeah, I was doing, uh, I was doing this... the nailing two pieces of wood together thing, just like you were. But I was really trying to pretend like it was moving somewhere, like it was going somewhere big. <laughs> it, it never quite did. To be fair, Joshua, you were you were the one who um, who got us into this. Uh, <laughs> not, not, into you this got mess. us into this mess. Um, but yeah, you, you were the one that got us into this, and obviously, you brought through like um, a couple of old men with a bit of like a, a bit of who know the way around a garden shed. So you got <laughs> us to involved. Um, but one thing I noticed about you is through the process of the TV show, it's like you went from which way up do I hold this hammer to uh, get me on that power saw again. <laughs> oh, I did, I did love the power that came with that thing. Three I days know, of um, you're uh, going from not knowing what you're doing to still not really knowing what you're doing, but far too overconfident with power tools was mm. amazing. But I'm not sure if DIY should be learned in such a way. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it shouldn't. <laughs> There's no measuring. Let's just go for it. And I think that's haphazard. I'm not going to put up some shelves. It's not going to work, is it? Uh, see, I, yeah, I, I, I don't measure stuff. I never have done, never will. Um, despite the... Um, I don't know if I told uh, the three of you, but I've got a degree in engineering. Did I tell you that? Yeah, design and manufacturing or something. Yes, exactly. You, you know it better than I do. <laughs> yeah, it, basically, it, it, it says it's a degree in engineering. It's not really. Do you know what I mean? I don't know anything that what I'm doing. All the skills I displayed, and skills, I mean that in the loosest sense of the word, all the skills I displayed throughout the TV show are, are literally just... Um, me uh, as a dad grabbing stuff out the shed and just trying to nah fuck it I'll give it a go and see how it goes I'm like good like, I don't know how to do it YouTube it do you know what I mean oh yeah. that's how you do it right give it a go and 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 a huge amount of overconfidence <laughs> no, we have to give you guys credit because your thing is actually meticulously planned out yeah. and the engineering behind it even though you guys joke about how it's like you just put it together was insane yeah. like the elements I just could not believe that just came 
into your mind and you guys executed it. So I, that's what I, yeah, that was amazing. And they had like way more connection points. Yeah. Like we'd be halfway through a room and there'd only be like two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll jump You've done like 10 things already. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that the, the number of elements we had in our machine is directly proportional to the amount of stress we had yeah. and the amount of fucking things together in the last two minutes when the clock's ticking and the cameras come right in your face. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I think that was another element. I hope that comes across in the um, in the edit that um, one thing I, I said it to the director after, after we'd filmed is that um, I remember that when we were really stressed for time, the whole time we were trying to cram too much into the time period we had. And as soon as they said, right, that's a wrap or whatever, or your time's up, the director went and grabbed as many cameras he, he could find yeah. and threw them into my face and interviewed me immediately before I could calm down. And I just said to her, I said, don't think I didn't notice that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were catching ourselves instantly. Like, one would be so annoyed, and the camera would come, how are you feeling? I'm okay. <laughs> we'll get this done. Yeah. I don't know if you guys had it between the teams, but we like we love each other, but we were getting annoyed with each other for like small, small bits. But we're trying to not argue or like because like we can joke and like cuss each other out, but like it's a joke, but I don't want it to be twisted in a way like our group member, yeah, it's yeah. falling apart. So like when we do something, we just smile and pain. <laughs> and I just see it in our some of these shots are going to be so weird because our emotions don't correlate to how we're speaking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, there's another thing that people won't realise, that the people who've seen the show won't realise, is that, I mean, you guys, you guys are at uni together and you know each other really well and you're the best of friends. Yeah. Um, the first time we ever met was to do the audition for this show. Uh, we met through TikTok and, um, and social media. And it's um, the first time we ever met in 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 real life, IRL was um, was 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 to film uh, the audition for this TV show. So um, you guys have kind of, I, I guess, from your point of view, it's like because it was quite intense, way more intense than I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure it won't come across in, on TV of how intense the filming process was. But it was twelve hours a day of just full on bang, 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 camera in your face, camera in your face, do this, do that. Da, 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 da. 12 hours a day for three days, and it was really, really intense. And I guess from your point of view, you've got how does our existing friendship, how does that stand up to that sort of pressure? Yeah. And we've got, we don't even know each other, so we can't find <laughs> out if we can go through that. Do you know what I mean? I think it's a really interesting dynamic that we just, you know, we, we and, and look, we're, we're still talking. We've got something in common like with each other, the fact that we were both teams that were asked to be on rather than had auditioned. Yeah. So Joshua was the reason we got on there. Thank you very much to Joshua. Joshua was the reason we uh, got to audition. We were asked to audition for it. We still had to go through the process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, what's called? They emailed me because they found me off my YouTube channel. And they're like, oh, there's this new TV show. And I was like, okay, oh, cool. And interesting. I was like, I'm never actually going to do it unless I have like people I can like, it'll be fun with. So then I told them to, and they're like, yeah, no, I was going to think my siblings and my brothers, but I think um, my family would look so like bad. And the dynamic would be so hard because my brothers are so annoying sometimes. So I was like, I'm not doing that. So I asked two of them and then they were like, yeah, yeah, we're on it. I'll back it. And then, yeah, we had to send a little audition clip of like, like about ourselves. Did you have yeah, to build exactly. a machine? Did and you build like, something? Yeah, 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 yeah. We had to build a machine, a small one. Yeah. Cool. So what did you build? 
Oh, we had to like put a machine that throws away trash. Yeah. So that like, we had a bottle at the end of this banister, and then we had like all these falling chairs and like books, and then eventually hit the bottle off the banister into the bin. And it was wow. it was simple, but yeah, we did it in our living room. <laughs> yeah, I hope they show those. I hope yeah. they show those in the question um, as well in the final show. Because yeah. I mean, obviously, we're um, we're from uh, we're from three completely different places. I mean, I, I live in Ireland. Uh, Baz lives in Bedford, and Joshua lives in London. So we came to we had to hire a um, we had to hire an Airbnb oh, to, yeah, to, to, to do the filming even of that of that audition. And we just got there and we're like. Right, well, we ain't got much space, have we? Should we just do it in the kitchen? So we did it in the kitchen of our Airbnb. What was dead funny, though, was the the, the, the guy that had hired the Airbnb just popped round to sort of say, oh, hi, guys, just sort of see if you're okay. We're in the we're in the alleyway at the back door, sawing up bits of wood and screwing stuff together. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, so, so Joshua, bless him, had to explain to him what we were doing and then invited him in to come and see what we were doing. We're not ripping apart your house, mate. We haven't come here just to rip apart your house. <laughs> <laughs> we're just building an extension, mate. You know, you know, hope you don't mind. I know we're only here for one night, but we've decided to extend. <laughs> well, he, well he, even bought, he, he even bought his son round. He says, oh, you know, my son would like to see what you've done. So when we when we were testing it, he bought his son round and, and they, they watched us start test it live when we did it for oh, the first time. Nice. I, I also had the impression where like there's going to be TV magic and like the engineers were actually going to do a lot of the building that that so when I had all the, when we had all these ideas I didn't actually think we we're going to come up with the connections yeah. yeah I thought like there would be more people but like we spent half the time trying to nail things in yeah. do that I was like oh well actually like it was so much manual labor because I have ideas so if it was bigger yeah I would have bigger ideas and yeah it'd be more fun but actually me having to do that no, it wouldn't happen. So, <laughs> and going through the, you know, the auditions and and all the stuff we went through to get on the show, uh, we were definitely told that. Ah, oh, don't worry, you know, look, you know, after day one, if it doesn't work, move on to move on to the next room, and you know, this team of engineers will just go mm. and make it work behind you. <laughs> They'll just go and sort it. Don't worry about it; it'll be fine. And they got there, and we got there, and like, I said, uh, "Can you help me with this?" And they went, "No." <laughs> I was like, "What? Hey!" <laughs> I was like, "No." I remember the one though, Baz. Is that um, we asked for a toilet with a high cistern? You know, the with you, when you pull the thing, and it was like, "Ah, oh, this is brilliant!" You know, um, and one hundred percent, this will have made the show. Oh, yeah. By the way, um, this will have made the edit because um, they they put it in and all that kind of stuff. And we were like, brilliant. So we fill that with water, we flush the chain, the water comes down and that kicks off the start of our machine. But they didn't plumb it in properly. <laughs> and I don't know if that, I, I don't know if the edit is going to make it look like it was our fault, but we asked for a, a toilet with a high system, pull the chain and the water comes out and when the water comes out, it sets up. We our were machine. set up. They didn't plumb it in properly. And, and when it started to leak everywhere and it's like, we, we poured a load of water and it started to leak everywhere. Buzz has got a towel up against it. And we were like, God, we got to siphon out the water. I ran over to the engineering guys and go, it's not plumbed in properly. And they went, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? He went, yeah, we didn't plumb yeah, it in no, right. I was like, mm, did you do that to make good telly? <laughs> because I think it might have worked. Anyway, I hope it made it to screen. When we were like, right, we need to get the water out of there to stop it pissing all the way all over our machine. So I was like, right, get a tube. We'll siphon that out. 
I go like this to siphon the water out of the cistern. And I inhale probably about half a litre. Oh <laughs> and my then I God. start choking oh and like God. effectively just throwing up water into a bucket. <laughs> so, um, that's yeah, but technically that's almost drowned. I'm not. I'm not making it sound more dramatic by saying I almost drowned. I hope. I'm hoping it doesn't make the cut because you both doing something official, and I'm run, literally running, doing circles around a cameraman, thinking it's only I can do it. Chaos. That was very early on in the process where we realised our roles in this. <laughs> so Baz. So Baz is like, right, I've got to stop this leaking. So he's run with a towel and put it under there. I'm like, we need a. Get the water out of that to stop it leaking. How can we solve that? Siphon. Right. Get a tube. I'll give it a go. And then, yeah, by the sounds of things, Joshua's running around like a headless chicken going, panic! Panic! <laughs> I was panicking and probably blaming people left, right and centre. That's probably what was going on. <laughs> on the first day when there was like an initial argument where we weren't really listening to each other, Graham was like, so Esther, how's it panning out? And I was like, mm, yeah, kind of like what we expected. And he was like, what was that? And I'm like, yeah, there's a bit of a clash, okay. But. Yeah. One of the things that you had listed down to do on your machine, you didn't get time to do it, and we said we'd do yeah. it. Um, so, yeah, you said, and we knew this because we got sent a form, but health and safety form, and it said one of the teams wants to have a car driving a car moving along oh lighting a match which strikes and burns through a rope and we yeah. said um we went out for uh, we went out for drinks um after um after the show finished recording um and we said so you didn't do that and you went no no we couldn't figure it out or you'd run out of time <laughs> or whatever and we promised you we would do it yeah and we would put it into our second round um i don't know if we told you did we tell you that if no, we did it or not no we did, did it. It. <laughs> we did it. We did it. Not only did we do it, not only did we do it, but here's an exclusive for people who've seen the first show, but not the second show that the three of us are on. I hope they show it. But we had a, um, it's like a yellow toy dumper truck that did it, um, and we put your three names on the back, like uh, number plates on the back oh, of it. That's so cute. So I, I hope they show that because it, it was like it had like three little number plates on the back of it, and I had your three names on it because oh, you told you. us to do that. So, so, um, so, oh, but now we're here though. Now we're talking about it. It was the fucking bane of my life, and it was really hard to do. So I'm, not <laughs> I'm not happy that you challenged us to do it, but we did it. And um, if you're listening or watching to this after the first show that we're on before the second show that we're on look forward to that because um it was a pain in the ass to do but we did it in the end it's impressive oh, so you'll be impressed mike smashed that one absolutely oh, wow one. thank you guys <laughs> but yeah so so yeah so yeah people are people are watching this or listening to this after the first episode and think that you didn't make it through to round two you kind of did because your names made it through on yeah. the back of a dumper truck that did <laughs> what you what we promised we would do for you in the uh, in the second round. So we did it. We nailed it. Perfect. Gosh. Another thing that um, people who watch the show won't realise is that um, they kept saying, uh, "So you've got ten hours to do this," and oh, it's like we didn't have ten hours. No, I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth. We didn't have ten hours. Technically, we had 10 hours, but there was an hour for lunch. Um, there was an hour after we got there before the TV cameras turned up and they said, you can't do anything in that hour. Oh so you've got to wait for the TV cameras to turn up. Um, and then every so often, it'd be whenever the presenter was talking, 
Yes. You're not allowed to use no. noisy and power tools. So you've got to stop. Thing. You've got to stop cutting things. You've got to stop drilling things while they're talking. While So while they're talking in the middle or if they were interviewing you guys, then we wouldn't be allowed and vice versa. And then it would be, okay, so we need to come and interview you now. And I'm just like, I'm not being funny. I'm trying to do what you've the, the task <laughs> that you've told us to do. Don't just come and fucking interrupt me and tell me that I've got to stop doing what you've told me to do so I could talk to you about why I'm not doing what you told me to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, so I reckon ultimately, probably six hours today, I think, something like that, that we had really. But in our head, and that's why we kept running out of time because in my head, it was like, we got 10 hours. This is loads of time. But then it's like, oh, can you come over here and chat to the camera? Can you go? Yeah, oh, can you refilm something again? Can we just get that, but do it again? Yeah. Oh, no, they're just... going over there because they're filming. Yeah. So can we just be in this room only? <laughs> exactly. And it's like, we can't have you in the background of this shot. Can you move over there yeah. and stop doing that? And da, 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 and doing all this kind of stuff. And it was like, well, ah, well, I can. As it, the process went on, we got more and more pissy. Like, so, you know, with all these things that were going on, towards, like, day three, we, we'd be, like together in a room and they go right can you stop now and me and mike or josh would just go fuck them just carry on for a bit carry on for a bit <laughs> oh, yeah. i'll stop using this really noisy saw when i finish cutting with this really noisy saw you know, on the first day i was like okay sorry that, that. Oh, yeah. but then in the end in the end i was like what are they gonna do send me to prison fuck off <laughs> oh sorry are you filming <laughs> what, what was uh what was the highlight and the low light of, of the show because like for this is for all of us as well because uh what was your what was your, what was the best thing about being on there that you that you thought was that you didn't think was going to happen good question baz that is. It's, it's, yeah. it's about it's about time you pulled your weight in this podcast. That's a great <laughs> question. Well done. Being with everyone, like the yeah. camera crew and everyone being so nice, it was just like yeah. a really nice experience. And then seeing the behind the scenes of how TV's made. So part part of that was really good, but then obviously elements of it was mm. a lot because having cameras all around you. But everyone being so nice and it was actually wanting you to succeed was a fun experience yeah i have to come in there and just say that i can't believe how every single person in the crew from the girl who picked us up in the morning every morning to, to, hi fran to, to to the executive producer the director the camera guys the sound guy the you know the floor managers Every single person was so cool, really, really nice. I can't believe that there was such a, a, a massive group of people because there must have been 30 or 40 of them, and everyone was cool. Everyone was so cool. Yeah, I completely agree. Everyone was so incredibly, insanely, insanely nice. Like, I've never met a bunch of people like that before because I work a lot in backstage, and a lot of backstage people just bastards by nature <laughs> but to answer about his question I, I, one of my absolute high points absolute high points of all of it was when you guys your reaction to when the machine worked honestly it was something that i felt like that it, it was really just because we were on your side we, we wanted the machine to work it, yeah. we didn't i mean they might get a clip of me being like come on go around <laughs> but i'm fairly certain i'm fairly certain that we were all on your side massively and when you you just guys you just like ran towards the, the like ran towards the set you know and it was just like this explosive and really 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 fun moment to watch and in contrast my worst moment baz of everything is every single morning 
every single morning. <laughs> Shut up out. I still can't get over it. It was awful. <laughs> in the morning, you always had your shades on, and you just you, your mood was just like, "Do not talk to me." Out on a half, and you just had this like snap. It was so funny. I'd start to cook up at lunch. <laughs> Here's something that will definitely not have made it to air. So here's another behind-the-scenes exclusive for people who are watching or listening to this. There was a point in the mo- one of the mornings where me and Baz are getting on with the, you know, like drilling or making this thing, and I was like, where's Joshua? <laughs> and you, you will, uh, if you've seen the TV show, you will be well aware of the bit in the centre where um, Zach and Hammond would often chat to each other on the settee and things like that. I found Joshua asleep on, on the settee. <laughs> And, it's, and that's just because Joshua just doesn't do mornings. I can't do mornings. But my productivity was for the team. We were picked up from the hotel at half past seven every morning. And the only time Joshua's seen 7.30 a.m. is when he's on his way home on the tube after a big <laughs> night out. So I literally had to go and find Joshua asleep on the on the settee, on the middle. of just go, Joshua, uh, any chance you're going to help us out with this? Just needed some extra sleep, you know. It was all for the team. I believe my productivity would have been improved if you just gave me a couple of minutes, man. <laughs> That's it. Well, we, effective, we effectively worked in shifts. In, um, <laughs> me and Bass did the morning shift, and then, uh, and then Joshua came to life just towards the end as, the, mm. as we were running out of time. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, my, this is genuinely one of my favourite bits when we filmed the show with you guys was when we were doing the the, the kind of wash up bit afterwards and the, and the kind of the end of the show you three were doing a dance like a coordinated dance in the studio but you weren't filming it were you you, you were literally just dancing and doing a coordinated yeah, dance yeah we just needed to do something it was singing and I don't know a lot I can't learn lyrics to save my life so I knew this one dance and I was like Esther Chambers do it with me <laughs> but yeah no, it was funny we need to talk about the presenter. Richard, yeah, I was going to yeah. bring up Richard Hammond because he is insane. And I didn't expect him to be like so, so yeah, relatable, yeah, just like yeah. authentic. And like the way he just switches into yeah, character. Yeah. He'll be talking to us and goes like, hello, guys. And I'm like, whoa, yeah. whoa, that man is a cool man. And when you have to say things again, it's like he does it. With the yeah, same tone, the same, same attitude, the same way. They, when they tell us to repeat, it's like, I'm not going to repeat. I forgot. Yeah. 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 You kind of half hope that a celebrity that everybody knows is going to be a bit of a dick so you can go, do you know what? It's actually a dick in real life. Do you know what I mean? He was brilliant. He was such a nice guy. He was he was real. Like I say, he was real. He was authentic. He was genuinely interested in the show yeah. and our machines and all of that. You know, he, I mean, he, he came in, did his bit and then disappeared. But he was, when while he was there, before in between filming, He'd be like, so what's this do? And I was like, oh, that's brilliant. That's a great idea. I like what you've done there. And he was genuinely really interested in it. And I just think he was um, – and, and, yeah, that, that that bit that you said, like watching him um, as a professional, like yeah. it, it, you knew he had something to say to camera. And all of a sudden you'd look over and he'd be going – and you could see him kind of running it up through in his mind. And then he'd be like, right, go. And he'd just be like, right. Da, 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 da. And I know he's been doing it for years and he's a, he's a pro at it and stuff. But it was just phenomenal to watch when you could just see he would just be like chatting to us and they'd be sorting things out and everything was ready. And he'd turn around to us too and he'd go, oh, pain in the ass, this, isn't it? And all these people, <laughs> I like, can't wait until we finish to get a gym. Right. So here we are. And, and, and as soon as the complete on, he would just click out of banter with us three to bang straight into, and now it's this point of the show. And it's just, I just think I was, I was in awe of him. I just think he was, he's, he's, 
He's a really, really nice guy, and he's just a phenomenal, a phenomenal at his job. Yeah, really, really good at his job. How did you find having to sort of perform for camera? Because, like, out of the three of us, I'm the least person that likes, you know, to get involved with that kind of stuff. Like, Joshua's probably... Yeah, you're a bit most... shy, aren't you, Buzz? Because you're, uh, you, you know, your, your TikTok and your Instagram is just all about you getting your top off and switching from outfit to outfit. You're such a shy little man, aren't you, Baz? But I don't talk very much. and I'm not, I'm not very So Joshua's, where he is, Joshua's a very confident talker. He's, he's used to it. Mike's very good at talking as well. I always found that I was the least one that wanted to get involved. So I'd always go, oh, yeah, ask Joshua or ask Mike. Were you oh. were you the same way? Who who, who took sort of the I think that was for you, yeah. Because I'm like these two are very they have very big personalities, and like virtue was like I think classified as like the leader of the group. Yeah, I'm saying that's the narrative they're gonna kind of go with. And Jame always had her ideas, and I was just like, okay, yep, I'm <laughs> 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 So um, yeah. But it was, that, it was that thing though, yeah, you know, where they'd come to you specifically, Esther, and they'd say, right, we're gonna ask you a question. And even, you know, even with, the, with the cameraman asking you questions, what are you doing and stuff? I was literally, fuck off and go and ask the other two because they're much better. <laughs> it was like, I can only give you one line answers. I can't, give you, I can't give you what you're looking for, okay? The flip side of that is that like every time a, uh, every time a camera came to me or Joshua, we'd be like, hi! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, Miss Stephanie. It's me and Joshua. We're proper show-offs. Listen <laughs> to what we've got to say. <laughs> But yeah, there was the, there were times we'd like myself and Joshua were in the room. They'd come over, and I would literally just sort of sidle off to one side. And literally, oh, I've got to go and get something and leave him on his own because I knew that he was doing a good job. Yeah, I would hope that you would go and do my work. <laughs> yeah, you go do my thing, Baz. Oh, no, so, so yeah, it's worth it's worth noting that even though Joshua started off having very sort of little uh, rudimentary skills with tools. By the end, we'd just I'd just totally leave him and he'd be off and he'd be doing his own thing. Wouldn't it, we wouldn't even sort of like question what he was doing. He'd just be making his own stuff. It was really yeah, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I picked up that. To be honest, I felt like I really learned a lot from the show just because the, the team were great at showing me stuff, but mostly because you two were really good at showing me stuff. I mean, that was it, really, because the engineers didn't want to help. They weren't allowed to help to a degree. Well, like we said earlier, they didn't help as much as we thought they were going to. So I basically learned off these two. So I was very, very lucky to have them around, really. Well, well, you know what? M most of the time when I when I do stuff, I don't measure things. I don't think I, I cut corners. I do all that kind of stuff. So every so often, I would go to do something, and the camera would come in here, and I'd just whisper to him, "Go, you better disappear because this is sketchy shit. This you'll, 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 you'll get complaints that this is really dangerous." And he went, "Okay," and the camera would disappear, and just let me get on with operating a power tool in a really dangerous way because it was quicker. I want to I want to talk quickly about your machine because like one of the worst parts about filming it is that you don't get to see it because even even when they did the run through there was there was a whole myriad of cameras in the way so we couldn't actually see your, your machine and it and it was really odd because like one of the reasons why I really want to watch the show is to see your yeah. machine like runs all the way through because it was just our machine's not that good but <laughs> your machine oh and every time I remember would be like. Virtue's tall, so she could see between the, and I'll see like Yeah, no, you have like five cameras, you see one camera for our faces reaction, but then you couldn't see anything. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, couldn't no, react as no, much. No, exactly. as we so when to. Esther was like, who was like when they had to flush the toilet, I would wait to see their reaction to know whether my reaction could I had to wait to see if, if we actually did it or not, because I couldn't see anything. Yeah. And th th that is the thing, and again, that's another behind the scenes thing that people won't have picked up from the show uh, when they see it on TV is that when when they do the final run through, 
there's so many cameras pointing on us and pointing on other people and pointing on you guys. So one person starts the machine and there's cameras pointing on you guys, there's cameras pointing on us, there's cameras pointing on the presenters. Yeah. And they're all in the way of the machine. <laughs> so so we're kind of like going, <laughs> like trying to look around the cameras and it was just so frustrating. Well, let's just say, because the other thing that, um, that we did which I'm not regretting, although it did make life harder, was we'd set up quite late in my room drinking rum every night, which we told you about when we were yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. It's like we, we keep saying, it was, like, oh, it was really tough, you know? And I was like, they came to pick us up at 7.30 in the morning. We got dropped off at 8.30. Really hard, really tough. No, we didn't go to bed when we got in. <laughs> we went to Frankie and Benny's round there, like, because that was the only place you yeah, could go you to get some food. the whole complex before we even, like, the last day was the first time you went there. Yeah. And then you were out here telling us, this is a good place to get. I was like, how would you guys know of this? We were tired. We would literally get back. Say goodbye, sleep instantly, and then come instantly, back. Instantly, yeah. We had a very different <laughs> game plan. <laughs> we, went, we went for a, we went for a Chinese buffet one night, and then we went to, went to it, did all this stuff after filming. And then, like Baz says, we we ended up because the hotel we were in had no bar. Um, well, not not a real bar anyway. The um, yeah, we ended up going to Baz's room and plowing through a rude amount of rum. Um, yeah. <laughs> so much so that on day two, on the Wednesday, we had to get the uh, the um, the runner who uh, gave us a lift home. We said, um, "Any chance you could run us back via Sainsbury's so we could go buy some more?" <laughs> run? I hope we come across cool, sassy, tight, yeah. right thing, rather than like because that's complete. I, I hope some of our personality, which Actually is our correct through. personality, comes through. Yeah, because I was looking moody for some of it because that's just because I was tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, people who've watched the show and seen like that, you know, seen Virtue, really, that, that that moody girl who was in the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, people have watched or listened to this. will oh, see yeah. that you're not like that. That's not the one. real you. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. Right. Honestly, just just before we do wrap up, it, it was really. I think we were lucky to to get like such good opposition in our first round because it was quite tense. And when we started talking to you, the whole the whole kind of tensions just sort of disappeared and that, that, that thing oh, yeah. about competing against you suddenly disappeared. It was just like, oh, we're all in the same boat and we're all fucking having a shit time. So yeah. <laughs> I, want to, I want to thank the three of you just for making it um, an amazing, making it an even more amazing experience than it was. Um, oh, I just, thank you. We just, um, you are, you're, you're, you're three amazing women. You are... Um, you made it a really, uh, a really fun, um, fun experience for us. So I'm trying not to sound patronising, but it's really <laughs> difficult. You know what I mean? Um, I think the three of you are amazing. Um, I love the three of you. I thank you for uh, making our time on the show as as amazing as it was. Um, I want to thank you for being on, uh, coming on our podcast, and uh, and I hope that people who've seen the show um, have seen that. Yeah. Virtue's not this nasty, grumpy woman that came across <laughs> on the show. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm <laughs> if you want to catch up with um, with Virtue, Chayem, and Esther, um, if you go to thelockin.co.uk, we will have links to all of their social media, so you can you can get involved uh, and you can uh, and you can go and see uh, you go and follow them um, and uh, see what they're up to. So that was the uh, the opposition for the first round, which was Team Civilized. 
Um, now what we're going to do is we're going to jump straight into some post-match analysis with the judge himself, Mr. Zach Umperovich. So you've seen us chat to uh, Team Civilized about um, our first appearance um, in the first round on um, on Richard Hammond's crazy contraptions. And you now know, uh, because you've seen it, uh, that we won that episode. So um, um, it's all very well hearing about what we thought about that and what our opponents thought about that. But we thought it would be amazing to um, to get the opinions of that particular episode from... I hope it's not too different. <laughs> ...co-host, judge, and engineering producer, Zach Umperovich. Zach, hello there. How are you? Hey. Good. How are you guys? Good. We are awesome. So, yeah, we got smiles on our faces because we got through round one. Congratulations to you guys. Thank you. Thank you. So, we, we just, uh, we're, we're, um, we've just chatted to Team Civilized who... Um, who were incredible, um, just such totally. beautiful human beings. Um, we actually went out and had dinner and a few drinks afterwards uh, with them as well. Um, so, yeah, really, really, uh, we really enjoyed episode one. Um, it's Actually, it's really kind of, it's kind of a tricky one because me, Zach, uh, sorry, me, Baz, and uh, Joshua hadn't done anything like this before, hadn't done anything to do with crazy contraptions or, or, or chain reaction machines before. Um, so spending three days doing this at quite an intense, um, in, intense environment um, was quite tricky, um, but, uh, but really, really enjoyed it despite it being the possibly the most stressful and tiring thing I've ever done in my entire life. Um, but yeah, um, People have heard um, our opinions of uh, of what happened, but really keen to hear your kind of post match analysis of what happened in that episode. So, uh, so what did you think of, of uh, what happened from both teams? Well, for starters, um, obviously this is one of the earlier episodes, but still, it is the very first one where every single room worked perfectly every single day, and for both teams to get perfect runs. You blew my mind. Both teams blew my mind. Blew productions because never in my wildest dreams did I think that was going to be a possibility. Both teams were brand new to this and, you know, just coming into it and having successful runs. That's unheard of. So, like, there was a little bit of, like, aggression on my side. I was like, how the fuck is this working? But, no, in reality, <laughs> hats off. You can tell there's a little bit of, like, man, I wish this would be my life when I'm building these contraptions. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what thing, I think it's the literally it's literally the epitome of beginner's luck because we had no idea it what really we were was, doing, but it all went really well. And I, in the end, we were like, kind of, I, I was aware that at the end when it got announced that it, we were the winners, it was more a kind of, mm -hmm. huh, really? Than than it was like there was, <laughs> there was there was a massive lack of euphoria. It was all kind of like, does that mean we're coming again? Was that? <laughs> So a, a kind of behind the scenes fact, obviously, you know, you'll see it play in the episodes, but the notebook, the notebook is really real and I am really doing judging and I'm taking notes and I know it's pretty hard to see, but at the very bottom, it says they had beginner's luck on their side. Truly, oh, I wrote that down oh, because of... Go. Just to just kind of blow away kind of uh, the uh, kind of secrets of TV and the secrets of podcasts and things. And um, we're recording this um, five months after it was, uh, after the show was recorded. And Zach, yeah. 
that is a sign of a professional. He still got his book with the notes from the episode we were on, and that's just uh, that oh, is yeah. no a, every. That's a, that's a testament to the legend that is Zach Umperovich. So there you go. Because uh, yeah. uh, what, what people won't know is that obviously we, we spoke to you before we ever appeared on the episode. Uh, part of the audition process was us having to build a machine to sort of show that we, that we were mildly capable. Whilst we were building it, mm-hmm. so many of those lessons and so many of those sort of chats that we had from you sort of came to mind. Did you mm-hmm. see some of the, uh, the the kind of the lessons and the, the, the information that you were giving us on the, on the pre-run up sort of turn up in our machine or in other people's machine? Absolutely. I mean, every team took it to heart. What I had, you know, obviously I had created that kind of like the boot camp for all of you to go through in that how to build these contraptions. I will say your team did stick out in, you really kicked it up a notch. One thing I want to say is that your first room, that bathroom was the best room, I think, out of all of the first four episodes. That was just a true testament to the funniness, the cleverness of Chain Reaction Rube Goldberg machines. Because... You know, obviously, you sitting there on the can flushing the toilet, getting that toilet to flush, that's fantastic. In the it, second it room, when you guys it. actually had the jumping trampolines, that's, you know, that's my signature step. And I was sitting there watching you guys from afar, mindedly laughing at your frustration trying to get that right. <laughs> um, but, you know, in, it, I rated you as, you know, getting a perfect score using your scientific principle because of the amount of effort and, you know, time that you put into perfecting it. So, yeah, you guys... I think out of everyone really took my lessons to heart, the big steps, nothing dinky, no dominoes, um, and really just making it visual and fun. Obviously, it wasn't just us today, it was civilized as well. Uh, during the process of building our machine, like you don't have a lot of time to see what they were doing, because obviously it's, it's, yeah, it's quite full on. It just seemed like when you're building it, what we were doing seemed like a lot of chaos, which is obviously the principle of the show. I looked over what they were doing a few times. They seemed a lot calmer than us, but and they said in the same episode, they looked over us and thought well, we were being very calm. From your point of view, did it, <laughs> did, it, did it look calm or did it look chaotic? <laughs> chaotic. Every, I would say, all first round teams, every team was chaos. Like, there's definitely the moments where there's just a chicken with their head cut off. Josh, probably in particular, was one of those people just he was getting stressed mike when you didn't even want the cameras around you when you were working on your bookshelf i mean no team was calm i actually on you guys that uh let's see down to the last second every single day basically no testing luck was purely on their side for day two that's i wrote that in big bold letters yeah, to, to, to be fair, that pretty much sums up my life. Just kind of giving a great sum up for the fact that you guys built a 48-step machine in three days' time is absolutely phenomenal for the fact you know, you've never done it before. Getting across solving the task in the way that you did was, you know, I gave that top marks as well. Having a perfect run, unheard of. Copying one of my steps, the bouncing off the trampolines. You know, I think my only criticism was actually using your object in just a little bit more interesting way than having it be used as what was essentially a pulley. That was about my only real negative. Um, Teamwork-wise, having Josh maybe a little bit more included would have, you know, would have been nice to see because there was times that Josh would kind of go off, do his own thing, or I saw him fetch tea at one point. I was like... 
he could be doing things, but at the same time, Josh was not as experienced with the tools. So, oh, so seriously, he, you know. he he came he came into himself during during the, the whole process of the episodes that we were on. He came from somebody who'd never handled a drill, and myself and Mike on occasions were like, "He's mm-hmm. he's going to put a hole in his hand, or he's going to lose a finger." So at the end, we just literally, yeah, we we stopped worrying about him because he, yeah. he he got so good on it. We're not going to give anything away into how long we were involved in this uh, in this show, but uh, we're um, after it finished. We were glad that Joshua came back with ten fingers and ten toes. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got to be honest. So d- during the time that we were there building, the amount of times that I wanted to ask you, Zach, for um, how do we do this? Obviously, because obviously when we met you in previous, like it wasn't in competition. Mm-hmm. So, so when we were with you and you were there, the amount of times I wanted to go. Zach, what, what's what's the solution to this thing that we're building right now? And of course, you can't do that because that's favoritism, or you know, that's not your job, is it? At that point, right? That's why it was just you know giving you all of that help up to the up to that starting point, and then you know by the end of the day, you have those resources. You know where to find other examples of machines. Look at my old work, stuff like that. So yeah, you the yeah. tools and. Yeah, you know, but really, and that's the truth of it. I mean, it is a competition, and we let you guys go at it. Episode one was really our baptism of fire. We didn't really know what was going on. We didn't know how. Uh, we didn't really know how to make these machines, but we did an okay job of it. But it, and and yeah, hopefully, hopefully, there's some good entertainment out about out of um, us losing our shit because. What people probably won't realize watching the show is how you are literally just stressed for three solid days, 10, 12 hours a day, three solid days. It's a really, really difficult thing. And not only that, um, Baz, uh, myself, and Joshua hadn't met in person. We met on uh, on TikTok, so we hadn't mm-hmm. met in person until we got together in a Airbnb um, for the, uh, to record, to make one of these machines and record our audition video and um, to be able to go through. So the fact that um, the three of us are still talking to each other after going through such a stressful process, <laughs> I think was, I need to thank you uh, on, behalf, on behalf of us. I need to thank you on behalf of the show um, for, for testing us thank like you. that and, uh, and making us realize that, you know, the three of us are really good friends and we will remain really good friends under such trying circumstances. I, Hey, I'm glad it worked out. I, you know, that was when, cause again, I, I set the challenge for the audition and I watched the things and it was a genuine note I had on that was these guys don't know each other. How are they going to perform? Are they going to lose their shit at the little guy? You know, are they just going to kick him out because he doesn't know about tools? So there, there were genuine concerns. And God, we were so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, we, we, everybody, myself included, Hammond, we were all truly impressed with not only how you built, but how you guys came together. So when we first started mm-hmm. talking to you, there was we talked about some very 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 large machines in terms of because obviously at that stage we didn't know what the set was going to be like and, and the room that we we're going to be in so when we first got mm-hmm. together obviously our machine was very small but when we started talking to mm-hmm. you our machine was going to be absolutely enormous because obviously uh, you you built stuff which is would fill a, would, would fill an air uh, aircraft hangar so we we started on that Which's thing so, yeah yeah so obviously mm-hmm. everything was pared down but like do you think in the future 
there's going to be a much much bigger version that you want to get involved in in terms of like you know like you know like a really 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 large scale again outdoors or something like that i hope there is there's talk of it with um you know whip doing specials if really if we have more time because for the show i think you guys saw with three days maybe a little bit more space a little bit bigger workshop we can definitely have our tweaks here and there um but if we did a special episode if we you know maybe set it for just massive objects yeah that yeah. That, that option exists the designs are up here so it's kind of fingers crossed that we can convince somebody with money to pay for it so again i'm ch i'm chipping in for us to be the um uh, one of the teams in the inaugural uh in, in the inaugural series of Richard Hammond's massive contraptions. <laughs> there you go. I've even given you a name for the TV yeah. show, so we've got to be involved. <sighs> maybe one of those times a little switch, and maybe my name will be big enough, and Richard and Zach. <laughs> oh, there no, I think, All I right. think one day that's that's it'll, be, it'll be Richard and Zach's massive, massive contraptions. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, Zach, for uh, talking us through uh, episode one. Um, we all know now because it's broadcast that we do make it through to the second round at least. So, um, so yeah, um, keep your eyes open and your ears open for uh, podcasts uh, related to episode two. So that's it. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast relating to our first round appearance on Richard Hammond's Crazy Contraptions up against Team Civilized. Don't forget to keep your eyes open for episode two, and uh, we'll speak to you soon. You've been listening to the Lot In Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to all our social media platforms. Head over to thelockin.co.uk for all the links.